just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with my co-host Meals. What is going on, Meals? It is the 65th episode of our grand old show. How you doing? Um, our future recordings are almost in jeopardy. Why? Today. They announced um the next season of the challenge, <laughs> and then um, so now they're now they're um. Now they're airing on Wednesdays again. So they're back to Wednesdays. So I can watch SmackDown fully now because before I wasn't watching SmackDown. I would watch the first half and then whatever happened the second half, I would hear about it in YouTube or the water cooler or wherever. Um, but usually they show at 10 o'clock, which is obviously the time we record. <laughs> wow. So I was, I, I was for like a brief moment, I was confronted with a very hard decision in my life of, whether I wanted to, con- whether I wanted to move the time we recorded the A show, or watch well, the well, that would have worked for me, honestly. Like if you, well, no, it, it would have never worked for me. So it's just kind of, like I was confronted with my own hard decision of just like challenger A show, challenger A show, because I love the challenge. It's my only like pride and joy of the world. It's the only thing that makes me more than wrestling. Uh. Yeah, I would only say yes more than wrestling because, like, I've legitimately turned off wrestling to watch the challenge. Jesus Christ. Don't, I don't, do that. don't let the fans hear that. Don't let I, don't, I don't do that for anybody. You know what? I haven't even been binging the network as of late, too. I think I'm in a wrestling – I think there's so much content. I'm just like, oh, here's the sirens. All right. Um, I think I'm in so much – content with professional wrestling that was the sirens coming to rush your ass for saying that you that you put the fucking challenge over wrestling right now it's just it is what it is i'm over wrestling out i'm i'm wrestled out three hours and then two hours and then whatever happens on sunday you got, you got a good you got a good five hours this 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 week i got a good five hours but after that i don't really want to talk i don't really want to watch wrestling wow so, man, that's that's really hurtful like no but we had a lot of wrestling to go over this past week i mean you know what? <laughs> we had uh, the wonderful from Blackpool, England itself. We had NXT TakeOver UK. And before we get to that, before we can talk about TakeOver, uh, we do have a couple of announcements uh, at the end of the show today. Uh, one of them being about an uh, upcoming show that we have, and another one being about uh, a the, the Rumble Pool. So if you want to know the rules for the Rumble Pool, we'll be going over the rules at the end of the show. Uh, so you know, join us there. But as Mills was saying, last weekend, we all watched... Uh, NXT TakeOver uh, oh, I'm sorry NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool uh, which again emanated from Blackpool uh, what did you think Mills what did you think of the show so there was a lot I of mixed there, there was a lot of there were a lot of mixed uh, reviews to the show in my opinion I would say my reviews also mixed I didn't watch it live which is usually the first like you know 
usually all wrestling shows are enhanced by the live aspect of it, but I didn't watch it live because I was just out enjoying my life for a couple of hours alone. Um, but what I did see, you know what? I will say this. It kind of reminded me of the first NXT TakeOver arrival um, in 2014 with that sort of energy, with kind of the roster that they had where they don't have a lot of stars, but they still can, they still are culminating stories and telling stories and having these great matches. I don't think it's like where it's like on the level of NXT TakeOver now, where each star, you know, kind of. There's at least like four or five independent stars. There's a Ricochet. There's a there's a, um, Alistair Black. There's a Johnny Gargano. There's a Tommaso Ciampa. There isn't that bulk and that wealth of stars. But they, you know, NXT NXT the UK. It, you know, it has Pete Dunne. It has Tony Storm and Ray Ripley. But it doesn't have that full breadth of talent. But we did get a nice surprise. I'll say that in in the form of Finn Balor competing on the show. I thought that yes. was incredible. Uh, I thought. I like the show overall. I'd probably give it like a 7.5, um, maybe 8. It was 6. Um, no, not 6. Sorry, 7, 7, 7. Bordering. I wouldn't say it's 6. I don't, I don't think there was a bad match on this show. No, um, it wasn't. Um, but, you know, I don't think anything like blew me out the water. You no, know? but if, it, if, if I get a show and, I mean, looking at my ratings, I gave three of the matches four stars. I mean, the tag match was incredible. Uh, but great. They, that's but they do that, and I thought that I thought the right people went over on that match. I thought Gibson, I think Gibson and Drake. I always like when you give heels uh, the first of anything. Yeah. Um. I, I always think that that's that's a great. You have something to give the baby faces uh, a chase to. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought Balor and Devlin again a surprise. I thought it was it was cool. I, I mean, little did we know what was going to happen on on Monday, but this was literally foreshadowing just how big of a star he is. There, that reaction he got. Like, if you had any question, who? the most popular guy in, you know, in the UK was, it was Finn Balor that night, you know? Right. Um, I thought him versus uh, Devlin was really great uh, just with the teacher student aspect. And I mean, I think it took nothing away from Travis Banks. I thought that he looked like a, a I don't think he looked like some people were like, he looked like a dork. I was like, no, I think they pretty perfectly set up the way that this is going to happen. And mm-hmm. I always love a good, I mean, he did the, he did the same thing with, with, with Corbin in my five-star match uh, at SummerSlam with, with Balor. It's like, they surprised you and gave, gave the heel something that he wasn't prepared for. And I thought that was cool. Uh, Mastiff versus Dennis. A match I was admittedly not looking forward to ended up I ended up really liking that as a, as a street fight or, or a no DQ match. I, I thought it was really really fun. You know, they pulled out some pretty cool spots on that. I think so too. You know, the fact is the, the, the problem is I don't remember much of that match <laughs> or who those people were. Um, so it's kind of it's it's kind of sully it for me. But maybe it's my own sort of memory because I kind of just literally I, I watched it but I didn't like. I didn't experience it. Um, and that's kind of how I felt about most of the show. Like, I didn't feel like I was getting the full experience of it. And not to say it was a bad show. It's just there's so much, like, names and the fact I didn't see it live and the fact that I don't feel the same excitement for this brand as I do. But I'm welcome. I mean, the the way this show, you know, the way everything sort of built up and went on as it go, went through the show, I was getting progressively more excited. But, yeah, I... Whew, the, it wasn't bad. Again, it's no, like it wasn't bad. Not, no, no. I feel I, I, I'm just trying to fight through your malaise here and, and generally fine, figure out <laughs> because I'm just like you know, and and that's what it is. It's not like the NXT. I'm still. Did getting, you go into the show wanting to to know about these people? Not really. No. I mean, you talked about it last week. I was just like, I'll just meet them when I get there. Um, but 
you know, I love the tag match, but I'm a, a fan of Mustache Mountain, so that it is. And then the Finn Balor Jordan Devlin match, I'm a fan of those two. Tony Storm versus Ray Ripley, I know those two. You know, Pete Dunne, Joe Coffey, I, I, my first experience with Joe Coffey, I kind of liked them, you know, kind of like the fighting back and forth. I thought, you know, you. I think you prepared me before. You was like, this. you're going to say this match went too long. Boy, did it go too long. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was too long. Before we get to that match. And so I I thought Ripley and it was generally a pretty good match with and and again the right the right person went over there too. <laughs> no, I thought I agree. Um, I I just felt like there was this wave of momentum behind Tony Storm and 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 Ray Ripley is going to be Ray Ripley for how long however long she wants to be Ray Ripley. Like she needs someone who is a, still a dominant force in the division. I feel like she could be champion again if she really wants to, and probably will be in the future. But um. Tony. I think we get a rematch out of these two, and I think Rhea moves yeah. into uh, Zia Brookside or something. And you know what? I think I think these two we haven't seen the we haven't seen the last of them, and then we still have not seen the best of them going against each other. I still think they have more in this sort of tank that they can sort of pull out. Um, but back to Dunn and Coffee again. Match went almost forty minutes. Um, I thought it more than 40 minutes, according to Wikipedia, it went 43 minutes and 15 seconds. Well, shit, you could, you could probably clip maybe. Well, I I think what they wanted to do was have that first takeover and give Dunn that for his first, like this first takeover match being that big match. But of course, you know, as we said, coming into this, there wasn't like a big star for him to go against. He couldn't go against bait because he's a face. Mm -hmm. Um, he couldn't go against seven because they're, they're all in the same stable, so to speak, or I mean, literally. And there was really nobody else that they had built up on the TV at this point, but Coffee and Gallus who was the, right. the, the big uh, heel stable on the show. Um, I thought this was a brawl. I don't think that it, like the first 10, 15 minutes was like, all right, like it's very slow and meandering, but I think it really turned up after that. Um, I, I know a lot of people tuned out, I think, after that. Um, it's the best Pete Dunn, the best of Pete Dunn I've seen in a long time, but it's like that finish, man, it really kept it from from being something, uh, in my opinion, I, it looked like they were going for like a top rope bitter end and both times they fell off the top rope. And I just feel like it, like the, 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 these, these wind had gotten out of the sails. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I agree with that as well. Um, and you know what? I think there was various points of the match where it was very, <laughs> you know, it was like a wave. It got you in and then he pulled it back out. And, and, and Pete Dunn is, is great at doing that. And I came out a fan. I think Joe Coffey comes out, much better than he was going in, even though, you know, the the next big bad boss, you know, is is looming. But I do think that the match I think the match was good. Um between that and the tag team match, I'm not sure which one was my favorite of the show, but I do think um the tag team match benefits by not, you know, not being not that finish and then that that lum that how long the Pete Dunn and Joe Coffee match actually was. That yeah. It, I wasn't a fan of um, one thing. I was not a fan of the bitter end has been like really protected as a finish, mm-hmm. and I was not cool with him kicking out of it twice. I think that was unnecessary, it's, especially like as your top person. It's like Pete Dunn's that, that finish is like it's one shot, one kill on everyone, and mm-hmm. um, I was not a fan of, of that happening. I know they had he had to kick out of it a, a second time just for the finish to work with with him uh, doing the joint manipulation submission. Mm-hmm. But I, I was I, even coming out of it, I was like, do not like the amount of kickouts that was in that match, but also do not like the amount of finisher kickouts. And that goes for coffee too. Like his finisher had been protected pretty heavily from what I understood on TV. And I, I, that's one thing I was just not a fan of like the length and the actual, like some of the stuff they did with the finishers. Not a fan of that, but overall, hold on. Do you think like wrestlers have that conversation nowadays about like, 
protecting actual finishers because I knew back in the day, like when you had a finisher, you had like your finisher and then like, you know, someone would kick out if it's a big match, if it's a pay-per-view match, someone would kick out maybe once, but now it kind of seems like it's like minimum two times we're getting finishers kicked out. And then it kind of dilutes the fact of, you know, the, the finisher itself. Um, do you feel like wrestlers, do, do you feel like it's a care now of just like, let's protect this move? Yes, um, because there are certain moves and we can name a lot of them right now that people don't kick out of. Curb stomp. Um, I mean, really pop-up powerbomb from Kevin Owens. That's really a protected finish. I don't, I don't remember seeing anyone kick out of that. Uh, Alistair Black, Black Mass. Nobody kicks out of that. Um, mm-hmm. there, I think there are many that people, they do protect. But there are certain ones that it's, it's, it's like they probably, for the, the drama of the match, they want, they'll probably go, okay, let me kick out of your finish. I'm pretty sure a lot of them probably say, fuck no. Like maybe Randy Orton, maybe Shinsuke probably say like, fuck no, you're not kicking out of it. But, right. you know, in, in the end, like it, it, it essentially, and I mean, we could even talk about, I mean, what happens with Finn Balor on Raw? You know, right. it's like these are certain things that like I, I think at a certain point, it's it's like you you already know, like when there's an older wrestler and they're about to go out, especially in WWE, you start seeing more people kick out of the finishers. When AJ kicked out of like three AAs, I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> like when, when Roman kicked out of six F5s, I was like, oh, shit. They don't yeah, no I was more. just like, yo, what is going on here? Because the F5 was always the, to me when growing up as a kid, the F5 was the truth. That's the it. F5 was probably the most impressive thing I've ever seen. And in in life, like me and my friends, we're like, what, 12, 13 at the time. And we just see the F5 and we're just like, wow, that looks as painful as it like, it looks, it it literally looks as painful like as it looks. (laughs) I don't know what else to say, but it's like those situations like, yo, they're the truth. And I just remember, I can remember succinctly the first time someone countered the F5 and it was Rob Van Dam. At like King of the Ring 2002, I remember that crazy because it's just like the built up the F5 to that moment, and then someone finally countered it, and I was like, "Holy crap on a crap!" <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. To me, I don't know. The finishers don't have the same. I mean, I guess they do sort of on the main roster in a sense, but it's like, you know, it, it, they're not having the same sort of effect that they had before. I don't know. Yeah, I think again, certain finishers do, but certain are kind of just like they fall to the wayside. Um, after the match, we had a, a big surprise that we 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 figured was going to happen. Uh, it did happen. Uh, I think a lot of people were happy. I think I, I think you know a lot of people were waiting for it to happen. I, I was hoping it wasn't he wasn't going to debut on NXT Germany because I mean hell, I don't even know if we're going to get that one. Yeah, but, that's not even a thing right now. <laughs> yeah, but um, but I mean it is a thing, but I mean it's not like a thing thing yet. But Walter showed up, and I think a lot of people had had agreed or pretty much said or said that you know that was the next big program for Pete and WWE NXT UK. Uh, he shows up. Uh, they do a stare down. He kicks out Joe Coffey. Uh, just to show that he could, and mm. and, the, and the show ends there. And I think honestly, from the perspective of what Walter means and what I know of him, he is automatically a he's a draw. He's, he's automatically he's an event. He is an event, and um, I think that it makes to me it makes NXT UK a, a show that I'm going to watch because I, I want to see what happens. Right, and it, and it also gives them another big tier guy next to Pete that that they can play off of. So just seeing Walter itself, Walter just came out and he looked like 
literally the big boss. He looked like you you beat the game and you thought you beat the game and you thought like, oh my God, I got through Vega finally, like in Street Fighter. And then it's like, oh shit, here comes M. Bison. Oh man. And his jacket flew off. Woo. Um, that's literally who he is. And Psycho Crusher. And oh shit, I'm, how, how am I going to beat him? Like that's legitimately how it feels. If Pete Dunn looked and it was kind of a mountain of a man. And Pete Dunn's a, you know, Despite, you know, despite being a small guy, he's managed to hold his own on this roster because he's been the most scrappy and he's been able to sort of maneuver around. But there's just from looking size alone, just from the look of it all, it's like, how do you maneuver around Walter? Over 600 days. I think Pete Dunne's days are numbered uh, yeah. as far as that title goes. You would have to think so, yeah. I'm very excited about that. And and here's the thing, like that's all that show needed to do to hook me in. And I'm um, going to watch that tonight. Going to watch NXT tonight as well. And and I think that, you know, as, as far as the show, they have a lot of pieces. Um, I think they, they need a couple more. And I think you've seen, they, they had a couple of, uh, they, uh, Jenny, not Jenny, um, Jazzy, Jazzy Gobert showed up uh, and, and she signed Kaylee Ray showed up. She's, she's signing. I think that those are two really great, um, additions to their women's roster, which sorely needed it because I didn't mm-hmm. feel like it was the strongest women's roster. And I, th- I think the men right now, may- maybe with Walter, it'll tip the scales a little bit and it makes it makes it a lot a lot better roster. But definitely something I'm going to be going into 2019 and watching a lot more of. I think you know, we, it, it definitely needs more stars. And I think um, you know, I was talking about last week how Noam Dar is down to a five live. I think you NXT UK needs Noam Dar Noam Dar more than you know two oh five live does, quite honestly. Because it's a to me, this is a star, this is a brand, and especially if they use a blueprint that's sort of a that 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 NXT the you know NXT US brand sort of use and need stars. It just needs stars. They need the draws, they need the people, if they want eyes on it, they need people who you know, people are going to watch. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm advocating for Noam Dar on NXT UK. That's what I am. I'm not a fan. I would, I would like take anyone on earth <laughs> oh, wow. for him. I, I'm just not a fan of the guy. Uh, you want to, you want to talk about, um, you want to talk about the, the, the latest news about releases and people, <laughs> people requesting their releases. Let's talk about it. Let's talk so, about it. So today we got, we got, news of two acts two i mean this is aew it's this aew era everyone's asking for the way out now yeah (laughs) yeah, fuck out of here uh (laughs) um so we there was news early this morning it was through like sean ross sap who 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 basically left a a gift kind of alluding to it but what couldn't really confirm and and that's okay like i mean these things are very fluid uh that the revival were asking or they were afraid that they were going to ask for uh, a release from WWE, very cryptic. They haven't tweeted. They haven't said anything. Um, uh, I, honestly, a lot of people were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe the revival. They're gonna leave." Honestly, man, if they want to go, they can go. Like, I'm just like, I don't. Do, do, do you do you feel very strongly either way if they if they do leave? I because I, I don't. All right. So with this entire revival thing, you know. Uh, to me, this is a lot of just like this continues to be sort of the AEW narrative being thrown around by various publications. To me, that's how just how it feels because it kind of feels like, you know, over the last week in, in regards to AEW, and I'm sure they're going to be a flourishing brand, but you have Chris Jericho, you know, just signed, said it's the biggest contract of his life. And, 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 and even though I'm sure, you know what? 
I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm sure it actually is. I feel like it is because I feel like he was um, as, as big as he was in WWE. He was still ultimately like, you know, enhancement and auxiliary player. And he was, you don't, don't get me wrong. That's kind of understating his role because he was also a very big superstar. But at the same time, he was not a John Cena. He was not a The Rock. He's not a Dave Batista at any point. He was the guy who ultimately put them over, unfortunately. But, you know, I mean, he, he was a champion. I mean, he was a he was a champion. But yeah, but he wasn't the, the guy. You know, he was never the guy at any point um, competed. Yeah, in, oh, yes, he was. He was the first undisputed champion. He was he was made of in jokes. He wasn't he wasn't the guy. Come on, relax. There was no guys at that point. He was the guy. The Triple, Triple H, H, H was, became gone. the Triple H. Triple H was gone. Triple this H was, was gone. all this. He was gone for what? He literally returned the next month after after I, I after Jericho won the strap. I, I can't. I can't ever say even NWO even even NWO had more like okay. Well, I, I just think you're myth you're mythologizing Jericho a lot here. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying ultimately, I'm saying in regards to it could potentially be the biggest contract of his life. They're not. They don't really have a lot of guys. And there's not really that much star power on it. And it's a billion dollar, you know, whatever. I do think it's probably his biggest contract. But um, for three years, yeah, probably. Um, but to me, it's it's kind of the sort of, you know, the air around it, the narrative of like, oh, anybody can jump at any time. They sort of bring that sort of back. And I think the revival, to me, um, a lot of people on the internet, this is easy to believe because a lot of people on the internet probably, you know, want to believe that the rival revival should be tag team champions based off of their NXT tenure. Um, but the WWE is a different ball game. And, and while I do think that their reign will come because everyone gets their reign eventually, it's not a, and, and I think their, their period will come. Do I think, do I think it's a major loss if they leave? No. Um, listen, man, People got to like the revival. I mean, sure. I mean, they're cool, but like at the end of the day, when they first came in, they beat the New Day, right? Remember? Remember that? Yeah. yeah. First match, they beat the New Day. Literally a week later, they were injured. This is true. Came back, was not, draw wasn't injured. Was this the draw? One of them, it was a draw. Like, I think it was the same dude. You can't, uh, come on, it's, if it's an injury, it's not like it's based on actual merit of they weren't, like, they're not interesting. It's like, my guy just no, got no, injured. No, 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 what are you talking about? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Go ahead, go ahead. Finish up. Let me finish. I wasn't saying they weren't interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, they, I'm just, I'm trying to pinpoint the, the reasons why pe- people say they weren't given the opportunities they were given. You know, it's like, you say that rain will come, I'm trying to, like, piece it together. They, they went on the main roster literally, like, two years ago. So that yeah. was, like, almost a whole year. They came back. He got injured literally again, and they were about to push them again. Mm-hmm. They, and then by that time, you have to. But people remember, like Finn Balor is going through the same thing, or he went through the same thing, and now he's back, right? So mm-hmm. he got injured. The card shifted. The story moved on. The story moved on. He was gone for almost a year. So it's like people like don't realize it. Like they're not. They wanted to push these guys. They absolutely wanted to, but right. it's it's just the timing wasn't right. And it's like I don't know what they feel, but it's like. I know they. If, I don't know if they're happy, if they're unhappy. I don't know if they're leaving or if they're not leaving. My thing is this: like, just the general conversation has to stop being that they're not getting a chance. You know who wasn't getting a chance? Apollo Cruz wasn't getting a chance. Apollo Cruz is not on your TV every single week. At least cut. If and if he's not wrestling, he's cutting a promo. Your chance will like eventually come. I, I just don't understand. It's like what 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 do they expect? But in, in more head scratching news, and we still got the same I, re- reaction to these two. Go ahead. 
No, no, no. I legitimately think all the talk around a revival is because of their NXT tenure. I mean, it's not, and it's not, to me, it's not far-fetched. It's not far-fetched to believe. It's like these guys had a great run in NXT, and it's just like you wanted them to come to the main roster, and it's like, oh, inject that sort of chemistry, that tag team bond, that tag team um, intelligence. It's a different world. It's yeah, different I, world. no, I understand. It's a definitely a different world, but at the same time, it's like I don't think these two are like completely worthless. Um I just think, you know, at this current stand, like, based on how they're currently positioned, if they come, they go. It's not really shaking up anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but go ahead. Run run with the second one. The more confusing one, and I mean, I'm pretty sure we, we're unanimous in this. Uh, Mike and Maria Canales allegedly, uh, reportedly asked for their release a couple of weeks ago as well. Um, don't think that they were granted that because, I mean, there's clearly still around. Uh, clearly I, uh, <laughs> I, in some capacity in a, in a ghost way uh, <laughs> listen I saw people saying people you know WWE, WWE doesn't realize Mike Bennett's potential huh <laughs> what? Mike Bennett was never really that good yeah no never really never good <laughs> Mike was Bennett, never good to me um god um yeah I mean they can go uh, I I, I'm really... good. I'm good. I'm big good on this dude. I'm big good on on him. Like if he want to leave, bye. I always, I always, uh, you know, I'm intrigued just to see how it works in the WWE as opposed to everything else. But I mean, it's not really a big loss. The Maria and Mike, the Maria and Mike thing, it just didn't work out. I would say also injury, um, but yeah, also injury? just uh, pregnancy, also pregnancy as well pregnancy i think um, my th- my thing is like this i'm all for the love i have your babies man but if like my you're like his wife was his gimmick you know yeah. what i'm saying like that was the gimmick and it was like you know damn well man <laughs> you know damn well when you was doing what you was doing when you was doing it what was about to happen right you thought it was about to say, oh yeah we definitely about to put her in that position where she could possibly get hurt nah man like you you supposed to handle that when you was in ROH or some shit. You know what I'm saying? But you know, life life happens. Life happens. I'm proud. I'm happy for them. They had a really nice baby shower pregnancy video from WWE. That was cool. If they were gonna do that though, hey, I'm not sad. I'm not sad, bro. Um, yeah, Maria and Mike, Mike is not a big loss. I think you know the thing. The, the sad part is I kind of like Maria. Um, I don't like her on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I don't like her on Twitter, but I mean, she's very outspoken. I think that's really it. And it's not so much of the outspoken. It's just kind of like, it's like, huh? Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like, huh? And a lot of ill. And it's not like, it's just Advoc- the, advocating for the Divas title to come back. Yeah, it's kind of like, huh? All right. Well, let's see what's going on here. But um, I like Maria. I ultimately like Maria. I think um, just from, I'm, you know, if anyone from 2005, you know, diva search and think that Maria would still be in the wrestling business, you wouldn't tell, I wouldn't could have fooled me, but, (laughs) um, I I think she just is as far as a mind and someone who wants to obviously soak up the business because she's been so closely related to it for literally almost 15 years now. Like it's crazy that it's actually almost been that long. Um, um, it's just, you know, I like her. It's just the yeah, Mike Bennett. I don't know if it's working. Uh, it's he's he been. Can on, go, she can stay. He can, she can he, stay. I agree, but she's not going to. 
Yeah, nah, it's not gonna happen. She's not uh, going to, so yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, uh, I, I, if, I don't think they're gonna leave just for the the, the fact that obviously. Um, WWE is probably not letting anybody go to any competitor anytime soon. I think they're going to novel this and just have them wait out their contract. So um, I, I honestly think the revival have really have nothing to worry about, and their fans don't either. I, I really do think they're, they're going to. I think it's there, more so. so their fans. I mean, I don't know if it's actually true that they went and asked for their release, but I yeah. think it's. Uh, I think their fans have really nothing to worry about. If you really had all the confidence in them, you trust where the storyline is actually going. And yeah. I think that's a general consensus with a with more of the conversation that we're going to have tonight about just like trust. Is trust it trust the, the process? Trust the process. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Um, do we want to talk about the women's tag titles on Raw or just just, just get it over with now? Um, get it over with now, right? Yeah, we can talk about it. Now. Well, I don't want to just get over it. It's a monumental decision, my guy. I mean, I'm just, I'm just like, just talking about the women. Have, have some respect uh, for the women no, on this you're show. Not, you're not going to do this in 2019, brother. <laughs> not not this year. Women's tag team the whole title. year. Yes, and the women's tag team titles. I, for one, you know, I'll, I'll make the announcement. Listen, I have a little, you know, respect for, the, right. you know, advancement, the evolution. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Women's tag team titles have been announced as a Monday Night Raw. They announced, they, they showed the beautiful shiny belts that are on the show. I like the look. Um, and they announced that they will actually be up for grabs next month at the Elimination Chamber. Three teams from Raw, three teams from SmackDown up, and it will determine who are the first women tag team champions. Now, I am wondering how the hell they're going to deal with this inter-brand division. It'll be good. It'll be good. Are we, um, is it going to be a Facebook, Facebook Live title defense, or is it just like... No, I mean, I think it, it'll be good for the women that have a secondary fucking storyline on these shows. I know? agree, but it's kind of, you know, you have these two separate brands, and then you kind of have to make an interbrand belt. I'm interested to see how they actually pull this off. Um when when Alexa, I'm I'm not I'm not even like shocked at that. When Alexa said Elimination Chamber was next month, I said fuck. Yes, yeah. <laughs> really next nice in five weeks. Um, listen, the belts are beautiful. Um, the belts are amazing. In fact, I think they they shot past like the UK belts too that just got handed out. I love the UK belts. UK belts look fucking love the love the color on these shits as well. Um. I call them shits, the belts. Yeah, um, the belts. I, Come on. I, I, They're titles, damn it. I'm excited. I'm excited to see who, who the teams are going to be. Um, I mean, the Iconics have already announced their, they put their hat in the ring for that. It's I mean, cool. they kind of had to. I don't know what else they're contending for, quite honestly. Uh, yeah, we got, I'm going to get to them in a second, too. But, um, I, I, I mean, obviously, Hug, the, uh, the Sasha Bailey team, obviously probably going to be a part of that as well. If Sasha's not the WWE Women's Champion. <laughs> um <laughs> Listen, you don't have to hope. In my opinion, you don't got to hope nothing. But, um, yeah, it's exciting. I mean, obviously, Mandy, obviously, Mandy and uh, Mandy and Sonya, right? Well, there's three, there's three for me. So I think it's pretty much we got it. I mean, Tamina and Naya, obviously. Tamina. Oh, are they going to win? Are they going to win? I wouldn't mind if they won. I'll be honest. Oh, with you. God. Give Tamina something. Tamina been around forever. <laughs> Tamina's been <laughs> ladies free before eleven. Tamina, you can you can cut Tamina's head open and check the lines and see how long she's been in WWE. She's been <laughs> along for a long, long, long time. Give her something. 
Jeez, Louise. Uh, let, her hold I, the belt. let her bring the belt home to her family that she sacrifices every week on the sh- on the roads. Oh, oh come on. As come a mother, <laughs> let her bring the tag team titles home and say, listen, we did this for Samoa. There are plenty of women on that roster that have, that have children and are away from them in long periods of time. Yeah, but Mickey James has held like six championships. Let her, let, let Tamina bring home, let Tamino bring home one, just one. Nah, just fuck one. all that. Nah, they don't need to win. Fuck that. Uh, very excited for. It. I mean, we don't know much more information than that. I think the prospects are very high on this. Um, I, I also think that I mean, for something that we waited for for so long, for them to to give it away and, and just really knock it out the park as far as design and as far as really just having a plan for it already, we gave it a thumbs up. I, I really like it. Yeah, I, I agree too. I mean, the women's tag team titles, the women's rosters can, you know, constantly just inflating. It's getting bigger and it's getting bigger and they're getting a lot more time on the shows and they're getting, you know, we're seeing a lot more different personalities on the shows. I'm interested if we end if I'm interested if this ends up being, you know, they end up having a women's only show. I mean, I think that's kind of the next step after these tag team titles, or at least in terms of hopes. We had, you know, evolution. We've had, you know, the belts. We've had, you know, I, f- I feel like a women's only show may be the next step in the future. Yeah, we may be a little a little ways away from that, but I, I do think that is I do think it is like a natural progression, and I think that's what they're doing with having it be interpromotional. From what I see so far, it allows the women to be on a three hour show where they could hold. Like you could you could realistically build a storyline on on Raw, and potentially have the match on SmackDown, you know, or something like that. Um, and I think it opens up more call ups as well. I think when you look at like people like Lacey Evans who could team up with Mickey James or something like that, and that would make sense, you know. Um, let's get to Raw SmackDown. Really big shows. I, I think the, these shows trumped any of the other news. Was there any other news? A- no, any, not really. Any, any, any AEW stuff? Well, I mean, ROH did some some big signing. They had a they had a big taping that I I'm, I'm pretty sure that you probably don't know about. Um, I know that they had a show recently. I think they had a pay per view last week, didn't they? They had a a, a huge uh, live event. Uh, I, I'd say. Oh, there we go. All right. Um, well, they they kind of introduced their their new roster. I have not got a chance to watch it yet. Um, I'm, I'm like currently bogged down with a lot of other stuff. Uh, when I do watch it, I'll probably tweet out how I felt about it. But I, I am hearing live that from that. the live from the ti- live from the Timer Network. Is that? Right? <laughs> 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 live from the Timer Network, baby. Come on. I'm screaming live from watch <laughs> live from watchwrestling.ch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we are terrible. I don't know what's in what's in our coffee today, but. Oh no, we're wilding. Uh, but yeah, when I watch it, I'll definitely let people uh, know how I felt about it. But I'm I'm hearing ROH is back, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to try and find time for that as well. Um, but Raw, is where I'm gonna name this one Finn's Big Night Part Two. This I know you've been waiting to do this, man. I, you, you've taken a, a 2000. I'll be honest with you, 2018, not Finn's best year. 2019, looking way better. Also, in 16 days, he's immediately eclipsed anything. Well, I'd, I'd say longer than that. I mean, he hasn't lost a match since since after the Survivor Series. Shit, shit. I'm I'm not keeping up, but yeah, uh, he, he ended Drew. He ended Drew McIntyre's undefeated streak. <laughs> then he wait. 
it, he, he, he rolled them up. Oh no, it was it was it was it was Dolph, wasn't it? It was Dolph. It was Dolph. Dolph. Um, but yes, I mean, listen, it's Finn's big night. To me, this is a. Uh, I think Monday Night Raw. A lot of people were questioning, and and shout out to the Daily Spark who put out the question of like, why was Monday Night Raw? Why is was Raw better because of Mania, or is it because of the AEW thing? I think Raw is better simply because they're trying new things. They flipped the switch. <laughs> they're literally. I mean, they they got backed into a, a corner where they really didn't have anywhere else to go. I mean, f- ratings, I mean, viewership was down when they had sort of the, the, the big attraction was Braun Strowman and Baron Corbin. So to me, they're kind of using the players and they have the great players that they are. Um, you get, I'm talking about Seth Rollins. I'm talking about Finn Balor. And they're really sort of the anchors of this entire show. And look, I mean, over the last two weeks, we've seen Rise this has been Raw's highest viewership in months. Yeah, uh, since September. Since, you know, with, with Finn Balor, you know, going out there and putting everything on the line and Seth Rollins going out there and putting thing, everything on the line and just having big matches too, intercontinental title matches, you know, Brock Lesnar, you know, um, championship implication main events, like a lot of different things. So I think, you know, as the momentum keeps rolling, we'll keep seeing these big shows. But yes, I mean, Finn's big night. This is like Ferris Bueller's day off for him. Like, he's the, he's the attraction. He's the dance. He's the show. He's the singing. He's doing everything on this show. Yeah, I I mean, again, like we said with the, with the revival, it it is a testament. I've been saying this. You're right. I've been saying it for months. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't. I mean, Finn was always characterized as um, a guy who doesn't win the big one, and when he was first introduced, what was he introduced as? He was a guy that wins the big one because well, this, this big one, and then then he stopped winning the big. But it's it's a testament again, like to you couldn't just heat up Finn again. You know, there were too many moving parts that we, you couldn't just slide him into something. You know, it was like Roman still needed his story, Brock still needed his story, Seth still needed his story. Though, I, but I there was that there, there was no. Here's my thing: there was no when you even look at how these pay-per-views even shook out at the time there was nowhere for him i disagree i disagree main for where was fact. he gonna go where was he gonna go uh uh he came back before great balls of fire where was he gonna go great great balls of fire uh samoa joe brock match where was he how go long for? how long i mean he didn't have to be in that sort of main event but at the same time it's like these high profile things he was I in mean, a lot of high profile things he was in baron corbin's playhouse for like three months bro like he was, I, in, I he was going against seth rollins for like four he was in Seth, yeah, 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 for at the beginning of the year. But literally, that's kind of the only, I feel like. He was a Final Four in the, in the Rumble last year. This is true. This is true. I mean, me, they never, here's my thing. You can't, you can't sit here right now and tell me they never thought highly of the guy. He's always on TV. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> like, they, they, like, you can't, like, you're, you're, you sometimes, but, sometimes you would talk like you did not, you felt like he was Heath Slater. And it's just like, he's no, he's I, not. I didn't feel like that. I felt like there was nothing substantial for someone who there should be something substantial for. And there's a talent to show it up. Hey, sometimes that happens. I mean, 100%. But at the same time, it happened for a long time. And you know what? He was used to put over a lot of people. And that's great. I mean, that's great. But at the same time, I, I didn't beg the question of like, man, no, 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 let me finish. I didn't beg the question of like, yo, this guy's like, you know, a, a loser. But at the same time, I was like, yo, he loses a lot. Finn Balor should be doing a lot more on Monday Night Raws. But we talked about for a long time, Raw was trash. Raw was trash. It was in the bag. Finn being on the top, Finn being on top, I don't think at that point, 
because of what they wanted to do, it, it's, it's wouldn't have been now. better. It worked now. It I'll wouldn't have been. That. It wouldn't have been better at that time because you it, still had Roman. How, but how many times are we going to see Roman versus Strowman, Roman versus Brock? Like this is what I'm saying. No, this is not saying. I'm just like, yo, we have him on the show. We have someone who's been in this main event scenario before, who's been Universal Champion, and he isn't even contending for it. Like the the, the space for him. <laughs> It was someone who's substantial for the show, but wasn't being used in a substantial sort of way. And Here's it was my thing. Who, infuriating who's... for me as a as a fan of Finn. And I am a fan of Finn, but I also who? do notice when he loses. Who? But it's like... Who was he used to put over? Braun Strowman. Uh, Baron I mean, Corbin. Everybody, everyone. everyone is. Drew he, beat, he beat Baron. I think he had a winning percentage against, against Baron. He he's lost to Baron Corbin. He's twice. lost twice. He's and he lost twice in a row before you know thing in the demon. But it's just like beyond the wins and losses, he wasn't used as he was used to sort of put over people. I get it though. He was he's good. He's 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 a fan favorite no matter what. But I always felt like yo, there should be a substantial place for him on the show. And I don't want to say like oh. How are they going to fit him in? Well, listen, we're really going to do Roman versus Strowman for three months and then another Roman versus, you know, and then Brock versus Roman again for another. Like, come on, like, let's use the players that we have on the show. Like if Roman Reigns didn't get injured, would he be in this position? Who the hell knows? Probably not. So it's kind of like to me, it was just, it, again, I say repeat another time, a substantial performer not being used in a substantial way. And that was always my beef with it. And, you know, I'm glad for him getting it. I'm glad for this main event change because it's a different main event. And it's good. And people want to see it. And I think that's the biggest thing. I, think that, to see I it. think that I think that this was what happened Monday. I don't think it was as strong as the first one from 2016. I thought that that was one of the greatest Raws of all time anyway. Mm-hmm. But I thought that this was still a substantial Raw in that they used everything. They played on every one of those emotions, every one of those feelings that you had for the past 2018. They played on that all Raw. There was, I literally saw, I think it was Amp came in the chat and was like, so are they going to have gender and Finn going against each other so that they have an excuse for when he loses later? And I was like, I don't think they're going to do that tonight. No, but I didn't. I never. Fact, I didn't think they would do that. But I mean, but the fact that people thought that sure. was it was enough for for me to be like, all right, I think that they're going to hook, line, and sinker them because they played on every emotion. It's like, no, they're not going to. They're not. They're they're gonna, definitely going to have them lose because it's the type of shit that he's been doing and going through for a year now. Yeah, and because he was he lost a lot. <laughs> he did not lose a lot. He, he had lost. one of the high. He had one of the highest. He had one of the highest win percentages in 2018. Shout out to the house shows, but yes, he lost a lot on the actual. It's not that no, we did. It was, that not, was that was. I'm plus. saying. Like, I'm what? saying it's not you coming out house of nowhere. Shows like it, like, but I'm saying it's not coming out of nowhere. Like the way Amp feels about this isn't coming out of nowhere. I didn't you say realize that, right? No, I didn't I, say I'm not, did. And I'm not saying that you said you did, but I'm saying that it's not coming out of nowhere. And I see why people would think that, but I'm, I'll say this. I didn't think that I thought the way they crafted the story for Finn Balor on Monday night raw was incredible and put that doubt in people's heads and also gave him another match, which was exciting. It was something that no one expected and everyone kind of expected him to lose. And he kind of came back beyond the odds and kind of fought back. And, you know, it, even the it, promo was good. The promo was really, it was his best promo he's ever cut. Yeah, I think he has renewed vigor in him. I think he's just like, yo, this is the opportunity that I've been waiting for, and it's time to seize the opportunity, and it's time to... The the Brock Lesnar-Finn Balor match is something apparently Brock Lesnar has wanted, but also the people have wanted as well. 
And I th- I'm glad we're finally going to get it. That we get what we want, uh, just not when we want it, of course. Yep. Same, same shit with Asuka. Uh, about Cena's, uh, basically, the rub, getting the rub from Cena uh, in that fatal four-way match, which I thought was, I thought Raw had two really good matches on, on Monday. Um, mm-hmm. And one of them was the, the fatal four-way match. Uh, and the other was the Lashley-Rollins-Ambrose uh, IC title match. But... I, I mean, Finn Balor took a lot. He took every finisher. Yeah. <laughs> he, t- he took a super AA and he kicked out of it. <laughs> like if, if when WWE wants to push you, and it's the same with Asuka, when they want to push you, they, they fucking push you. And I think they push you thing. to the moon. Yeah, that was definitely a Cena thing. But yeah, it's a, I mean, it's granted super he's AA. The most selfless, he's, the most selfless, he, he's the most selfless top guy we've ever, we've ever known. Keep it yeah. on it. Yeah, I'll say it because he is, he doesn't really have anything to lose, nor can he lose it. What are you going to say about a 16-time world champion? Oh, he stinks? He can't win the big one? Like, you know, I think, granted, Cena's, you know, Cena's injection in Monday Night Raw, I think, is a, is another factor in why we've had the upswing of Raw, you know, just over the last couple of weeks. You said it. I mean, you called it. Yeah, 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 just the selflessness and then the injection of star power. People want to see John Cena. People want to see these fresh matchups against people. And I think this fatal four-way, you know, you had all the great elements of what's left on Monday Night Raw. I mean, you have, you know, Drew McIntyre in the fold, who has been on a, on a roll himself. And even with one win, could make a, you know, could make a formidable competitor to Brock Lesnar. You I had- love the I love the promo at the end of the match. I almost cried. It was it was a really good promo. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it's great. Part of me wanted, part of me selfishly wanted to see Cena Brock three. Oh wow, no, uh-uh, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> do you think WWE is going to go all the way with Finn this time, or do you think this is going to be this is pretty much the match that sets him? Like, I feel like a lot of people that like lose to. I mean, I, I guess Samoa Joe, notwithstanding, even though he did get like injured right after, but like. Once they lose to Brock, they're pretty much set in that top tier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think if he loses, it would be a bad thing. Um, but do you think they're going to go all the way and have him beat Brock? Nah. Okay. I don't think so either. But I do think that this was this is the table setting for him to be pretty much a perennial title contender pretty much for the rest of 2019, I think. Um, I, 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 I think – not. I mean, nothing bad comes from losing to Brock. Yeah, 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 I would Ever. hope so. I would Ever. hope so. it didn't hurt AJ, didn't hurt Cena, never hurt Roman. Clearly, never hurt Braun, uh, except that Crown Jewel one was like, ugh. But uh, I would hope, I would hope from this Monday Night Raw, they kind of, in, and especially how well it's done, and especially, I mean, the crowd kind of sucked, but you know, it is what it it's is. It's Memphis. It's Memphis. Uh, they popped uh, for Jerry the King Lawler. Yeah, well, they have uh, one, one, one pony in the race, and the pony is, you know, getting pretty old. Um, but I hope they will learn their lesson that, listen, let's try these new guys out and let's, let's give people what they want. And I think they have, I mean, that was their proclamation a couple of weeks ago and they kind of done that. So yeah, let, let's see where this goes. All right. Uh, Braun, <laughs> from one to the other. Now we're looking at the inverse of Finn right now. Braun Strowman's fall from grace. Holy shit. Is he a dweeb? Um, I remember a year ago, a year and a half ago, maybe. I told you that I felt like the Jinder Mahal WWE Championship loss on SmackDown was a write-off. And initially, mm-hmm. initially you were like, ah, he's going to come back and he'll get the U.S. title, he'll go to Cena. And I was like, he, I he don't did know. To, he did get the U.S. title, by the way. He, he ended up getting it, but he didn't get Cena. Oh, yeah, yeah he didn't get Cena. So I, I, I'm feeling 
I'm feeling it's feeling very right offish to me for Braun, at least for the immediate future here. I um obviously I he's still injured. Yeah, obviously he's still injured, but I think there are a lot of other circumstances that even if he wasn't um even if he wasn't injured, I feel like this I mean, obviously this was the plan for Finn. So even if he wasn't injured, he wasn't getting the match anyway. So right. it's it's like it even feels worse where it's like this was a guy that Damner beat everyone in the elimination chamber by himself last year. And now he's a guy who just flipped a limo and lost a title match. You know, there were there were reports that the, this bait and switch was the plan all along. And it was just right. Finn Balor was supposed to, you know, always be the thing. But in terms of the bait and switch, it greatly benefits Finn Balor, but it doesn't for Braun Strowman. He looks like a dweeb. Yeah, it, it, it does. And to me, if that's your plan to sort of fake it out, I don't then I feel like you're. Just don't even bother putting Braun Strowman into place anyway. But maybe, you know, a couple months ago they had a certain plan and the plan sort of fell through. But to me, don't put him in the position if you're just going to switch him out anyway. It kind of seems like a, a for someone as Braun Strowman who could be used in a different capacity, and my still capacity is, let's get him against, you know, um, well, it was to get him against Lars Sullivan, but, huh, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's sorry, Lars. Uh, but you know, it's, Braun Strowman, he just kind of looks like he's lost his mojo a bit. It, 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 and to me, even with you know the whole Vince McMahon confrontation, I thought that did him no favors either. That Vince McMahon kind of just punked this giant beast right in front of our eyes. But, I mean, to be fair, he punks everybody, yeah. But at the same time, it's like if you're you know. It's this just giant beast of this monster of a man of Braun Strowman. He's there kind of like he made big stammer. show cry. He he's stammering. Well, big show cries all the time. Um, he's like they're like stammering in front of Vince McMahon. Like I could put the door back. Like it's like I don't know. Um I wish Braun Strowman the best in his new endeavors, whichever that is. <laughs> uh, his uh his perennial Baron Corbin program that I'm assuming is coming up in the future. Oh Lord, I can't wait for that. Good luck. Uh, what are your thoughts on the the appearances or of the call ups for this week? They announced uh, that all of the call ups will appear on both SmackDown and Raw, and so they are officially assigned to a brand. I'm a fan of it. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. Um, I like the different way that they're calling people up, but then just because it's like it's different, which is great. Um, I think Nikki probably had the best showing to me. Um, yeah. She's ready to go on any brand. Yeah, I, I, I liked what she looked like on Raw. I liked, I love that look. I could see her on SmackDown, but uh, you know, either way, Monday Night Raw also looked great on her. Um, EC3, he kind of debuted in like a picture-in-picture picture type of deal, so I was just like, huh, this is how we doing it? Okay. Um, but then he showed up on SmackDown. Oh yeah, then he showed up on SmackDown, kind of. But yeah, yeah. I, I um, love the cameos because, like, I think that pop to me, I pop more for that. Because to me, it seems like they're retain they're completely retaining their characters from NXT. Well, you know I mean? right, right, right. And I think that like EC3, the narcissist, like the cocky narcissist, is a cool thing to to have if you're going to have him go that way. He could go. He could either be babyface or heel. I think he, they should lean more heel towards him. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I think being face on NXT gave him no favors there. I thought yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was he was bland there. Um, but I mean, even Otis, man, that was tremendous. Two, two nights in a row. I thought they were great. I thought they stole the show. For me, I mean, y'all could have him. I mean, you know, I mean, if he makes They're you guys happy, comedy act. he's a great comedy act. Uh, I mean, if y'all like it, I love it. You know what I'm saying? 
whatever. Um, I, I think <laughs> there was a, there was a much to do about uh, much to do about nothing about the way that these guys were. I, I you know what? If I can be mad at it, I thought it was good, but I'm not. I'm just not a heavy machinery guy. I'm just not. I'm a, I invite them to prove me wrong. I'm sure they will. I love stupid stuff, but you know, it's not a heavy machinery guy right now. <laughs> My God. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I don't know. I, I think people getting upset that they they were debuted in a comedy angle when they're a comedy team is pretty off off the wall. I think you get a pretty good idea of these guys' characters even without them being in the ring and them not having to be in a ring and have a program because literally right now, Mills, there's nothing for these people. Like there's no program. Like, everyone's busy. <laughs> like introducing yeah. introducing a guy right now or, or or a woman in a program, Mandy and Naomi, they're busy. That would have been honestly a, a good first, you know, first feud for anybody on the women's side, but they're busy. So you insert Nikki there where there's the right squad and you need a third person and Sasha's busy. Like I, I love the way they're intertwining these, these call-ups. I, I really don't see like the big deal with like what, what what they're doing with them. I think it's it's novel. Stop doing video packages, just have them show up. Have them be in the background. Have them do cameos. And then the people that recognize them, though, like you heard the NXT champ when Otis came out. You know, like people recognize these people. Just give them a chance to, to kind of show their personality first instead of the in-ring first. And I think it's a pretty novel idea because a lot of like maybe two or three of them, Lacey and Heavy Machinery in particular, they're more personality than in-ring to me. I agree. Uh, Bobby Lashley, IC champion, black champs. I'm cool with it. I'm, I thought the match was fantastic. If there's anything that got me hyped for Bobby Lashley, it was that match because of just kind of all the chaos and how things were kind of running. And then you, you got this real raw moment of, you know, after Bobby Lashley wins. And I think he was genuinely excited. And I think everyone was genuinely excited. And he kind of, it was weird because he's not, we're not supposed to be um, for Bobby Lashley, considering he's the heel and everything like that. But I don't think you could. For someone, I think the story itself of him, first championship in like 13 years, come back to WWE, kind of finally getting his footing back, um, winning with that monster spear. I thought it was fantastic. Like, I thought it was amazing. And I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Best he's been in a year since he came back. Um, yeah. Uh, shout out to Leo as well. I thought Leo's promo before the match. Absolutely fantastic. I think Leo is on another level with his promos. I think he really does. Belong, he belongs in... Uh, you know, in the discussion for probably one of the best uh, on the mic guys in the WWE right now, to me. Nah, I wouldn't be I that to me. Fantastic. But I thought he's. I think he's pretty good. He's fantastic. Like even, even if you, if you just look at like the Twitter stuff he does, he's great there. Like he he sells this character. A great personality. I'll, I'll agree with that. A fantastic personality. But you know who's great on the stick. Wait, wait, wait. That was not a great thing to say about what we're going to have coming up next. Um, love who you want to love. You, you, you know who's great on the mic? Sasha Banks. You sure? Yeah. I'll, I'll say it. Uh, well, you know what? I thought she was mean. But I also think that I kind of do think Sasha Banks is kind of mean in real life. Um, but You got to be his cutthroat. It's, she was cutthroat, and I said this from the beginning. I was like, listen, Sasha is going to give Ronda hell. And you know why? Because Sasha probably 100% believes that she should be champion. Like, no, like shoot, <laughs> should be champion. Oh, yeah. You and, feel it. Yeah, you feel it. You feel the, the 
the way that's cutthroat and the way they're going back and the throw, they thrown these barbs at them. And it's just like, to me, I, I, I just tweeted, I remember I tweeted, I was like, yo, I think the women, because a lot of the women feuds kind of, you know, spill over onto to social media. And I'm like, they're going a lot harder than the guys are. <laughs> and I don't think this is all like fun and games, believe it or not. Like they're pulling out real life facts and real life situations. And it's just like, oof. maybe I'm being worked, but they're cutthroat and Sasha was cutthroat on Monday night raw. Yeah, she, she was um, really good in that, in that segment with Rhonda. I thought Rhonda was really good too. I think that's like a really underrated aspect is that Rhonda really is playing up this like excitement. And I, I think that her like, oh, man, the, yeah. the, the misspeaking of, of what she was saying was, was, was like, Rhonda's got a, got a competitive edge and it kind of spilled over and it became not sincere, which is human. And even though it wasn't like it, like the way it's written is kind of weird. It's, it's almost like if we playing, if me and you were playing basketball, and I'm like, man, you good, but I'm about to dunk on your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, like that. Like Rhonda took that. She she kind of took that stance, and, and Sasha was like, "What you mean? Like, what the fuck do you mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm what the fuck you mean? going on here? Yeah, what the fuck? Like that was, and I, I felt like that was really like a human interaction because. Like, I don't know about a bunch of wrestling writers that didn't understand what the fuck that was going on. I understood it completely. Like, I was like, okay, so, like, they're both jockeying for the greatest position that they, they can have. And that is the title. And it's like, yo, you're not going to tell me that you're about, you about to wash me. I'm about to wash you. Right. I really respect and I understood that. And I, and I fuck with really the writing there. It's like, I feel like it, it's kind of layered. It's like, Sasha doesn't have to do that and then make her automatically heal it makes her really just somebody who wants to be the best and that's like someone handed sasha a paper and said say this and she's like nah i got this relax yeah I, I, even the stuff on the ramp was, was i've been really I've, been, I've, been, I've, I've, uh, I've been wanting to talk my stuff talk my stuff for years like <laughs> yeah she would she's gonna she's gonna deliver a hell of a match a, a royal rumble i do think so i think sasha banks delivers in the ring um and and i think we're gonna get a hell of a match between ronda and sasha banks and then you know, interested to see where this goes. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. So that was that was That's raw. The longest we've talked about raw with excitement in some in a long time. I ate whole three hour show pretty much. All the all the big points hit. Like we didn't skip pretty much anything. I mean, like, yeah, I mean other, than their, other than party, you know, little lucha. They're doing the you know shout out to little lucha. Not, I will not care. I will not care about that like ever. So I mean, if you want to bring that up, <laughs> they need to be Smash Brothers characters. That's what they need to be. They're they're as tall as them. Uh, <laughs> on to SmackDown Live I, again. Another fantastic episode. I thought actually I'm a, I'm gonna be a little bit uh, controversial. I think that other than this match we're about to talk about, I thought this SmackDown was pretty regular across the board. This, this week. All right. Well, other than this match, yeah, it was. It was pretty regular. Uh, this match gets it over though. This this match. Oh, oh, don't get me wrong. It was excellent SmackDown. This match made it an excellent SmackDown. I think if, without this match, it w- it wouldn't have been. The the end. There was very little in ring in the SmackDown other than Rey Mysterio and Andrade. We telling stories, baby. Come on, we out here telling stories. You saw the you saw that. the fight in the you saw the fights. Yeah, we're gonna get into it, but it's like I thought that without that. I mean, if 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 that segment, if that hotel segment was the was the highlight of this Raw or the SmackDown, it wouldn't have been in the Raw. Listen. 
You saw you saw the man roll in. The, the SmackDown opens up. The I man saw, is I, walking I, in. I saw the man roll in and have a completely fucking mid match with fucking Billy well, with, with Peyton Royce, and well, then Oscar have an even worse match in one minute with someone who couldn't even take out her offense correctly. You listen. So you all right? As long as we're not blaming who we're blaming, we're blaming who we're blaming. You know what I'm saying? But um. You know what do you mean? Who, who's I blaming? Who's I blaming? You, you know who you blaming? You know who you blaming on why that match was bad? You know who you was blaming? Come on! I, I just said who I was blaming. Yeah, yeah. The 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 iconics. <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be great faces in 2019. Yeah, they need to do something because they are they're no. They I need can't. to. You know what they need to orbit around the new day, bro. They, they can't orbit. even. They can't even like get squashes right. Also, they why never, is Becky? Why is Becky going fifty fifty with Peyton Royce? Was she? Was, she, was it fifty fifty? Yes, it was like an eight minute match. Yeah. Well, I think it had a commercial break. <laughs> it might have a commercial break just on the virtue of we got we got to go to a commercial at some point, my man. Like she punched her in the throat, <laughs> which is the greatest part ever. Um, Becky in jeans with can't get <laughs> we had no Charlotte the first time we had no Charlotte on SmackDown. I'm just I'm interested. No Charlotte. No, you know. Well, I think I think you give her the I think you put her in the in the rumble, and I think that's her storyline. I'm pretty sure first Charlotte's all, gonna first what? of all, they need to start heating up this women's Royal Rumble. <laughs> Do they need to? It's the Royal Rumble. It's, it's you're, you're gonna watch. Yeah, I'm gonna watch. But like, come on, let's uh, let's get me some excited. We are about to have the pool started. I want people excited, man. I want people to think that their pick is gonna win. Hold on, not, last year we were not excited for it. What do you mean? Women's Royal Rumble, first time Royal Rumble. Who we would not be excited, excited for it? I mean, we're the, the ladies Rumble. were coming back. The people were coming back. This is the first time. It was intrigued. I, I made a statement. I was wondering if people could go over the top rope. You Clearly, can't do that overall. a second time. You can't do that a second time. Also, like this no, no, time no, around. they're not. They're not doing it a second time. I truly believe that. It feels more that they're going to use what they have instead of depend. We might get some old surprises. You might get one or two, but I don't think we're going to get like half of the Rumble is like 2017. Like 1999 through 2007 anymore. I don't think we're getting that. Yeah, sure. I I don't think I'm not excited. I think it's gonna be what it is. I think yeah, it's gonna yeah. be great. Um, you got some. I mean, you're missing Oscar, but I, I think you you're you're gaining a new Becky, and you're gonna have a really cool match there. But um, yeah, no Charlotte. I, I don't think I realized that till you said it that she yeah. wasn't on the show. Yeah, I mean, you don't need her. No, so, I, so I have her. She's um, gonna be hating in the background, like she always does. You know how it is. Jesus Christ, I, I love when you when you when you get on your uh your beauty shop meals voice. Listen, you better back up. You better back up. <laughs> you better back up. You better, yo, you better back up. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's another good line. I'm gonna get to when we get to that part. Oh uh, my god. AJ Styles was slanging glizzies on this. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why, why was AJ Styles handing out freedom fries and, and glizzies to, to people? Did, because you saw you saw what that happened in the White House earlier this week. <laughs> <laughs> My man was hanging out all types of freedom fries: Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, Domino's. AJ what? Styles just trying to keep that same energy. You know, this I mean? new AJ Styles character is very unhinged. I don't think we people are like recognizing how like insane he is now. He's he's literally crazy. He beat up Vince McMahon. He's just been beating up people over the last couple of weeks. Man, literally, you know what he did? You know what was the weird, weirdest thing that the new AJ Styles did? He interrupted Becky and, and Asuka. <laughs> walked around the ring. 
then walk back into the crowd and then back to the back. <laughs> the man took the scenic route. To the did, you see Oscar, did you see Oscar tweet him? Did you see Oscar tweet him? What are you staring at? <laughs> I didn't see that, but that is classic. Yo, Oscar de- destroyed Becky on Twitter this week. I think Oscar's the undisputed queen of Twitter now. You are cracked. <laughs> you are cracked. Uh, but that, I mean, there was a short segment between Daniel Bryan and, and AJ. Uh, not much from them this week. I'm pretty sure that will heat up next week. I'm pretty sure they'll have some type of interaction uh, better or deeper than that. I, I had no opinion on it either way. But, uh, they might be just trying to get this thing over with. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, what, what do you think AJ's WrestleMania program is this year? Ooh. Right? I, I, I have no, like, listen, mania-wise, I have no clue what we're getting. Oh, yeah, me neither. We usually kind of have an indication. We know the women's match, or we have an idea of the women's match. But yeah, we, we, knew Oscar was, we knew Oscar was in it last year, yeah. He got nothing idea. I mean, the we heard rumors of Cena versus Lars Sullivan. Don't know where Lars Sullivan is. Um, Doesn't look like that's happening either, because I don't think Cena's going to be on the show next week either. Ooh. Hmm. Pretty sure he's not on the show next week. All right. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's interesting. As as we move forward, I I because I, I mean I'm pretty sure we we know what Shane's probably going to be doing. But um, Andrade and Mysterio. Let's talk about the stuff. Yeah, let's talk about this. Andre, Andrade, new Andrade, no longer Cien Almas, just that's Andrade. Cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm cool with uh, it. Um, they put on an instant classic, brother. Listen, Not, I asked the people. I know you gave it your rating, and you gave your your rating outside of just you know. The conversation. I said, "How many stars we throwing at this?" Mm-hmm. I got a lot of stars thrown at my way, man. People mm-hmm. are feeling this match. People are mm-hmm. talking, giving five stars, six stars, six stars in the dome. Um, you know, you know, I got the four and a quarters, four and a half. I get it. You know, whatever. I gave. I'm giving it five stars, baby. Yeah, five. I I gave it four and a half. I think if it went um, maybe a couple more minutes, I, I think the for me these TV matches. They really take a lot out when they do the 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 commercial breaks mm. for me, and mm. it, to me it loses momentum because I will look down, I'll do something else. In this case, I'm DVRing, so I'm fast forwarding. I might, you know, what I'm saying like it's 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 tough, you know. Maybe to, you need to, to stop. Maybe that's on you. Maybe you ain't see what we saw, but what I saw, whew, five stars, baby. It was a great match. I I, I think that it's think literally to me a, a highlight role for Andrade more than anything. This was, I'll give us the hot take, best SmackDown match in like 15 years. Uh, this Maybe is the same. Match. This is the same show that had the AJ Bryan match from the end of the year uh, last year. Mm-hmm. That was up there for better me. Than, this was better than that. <laughs> uh, even if you didn't think that was better, the one where they didn't have any near falls. Yeah, and then it ended. No, nah, I, 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 I would put some it, Halloween havoc type shit right here. I'll put it, uh, I'll put it on that level. I'll put it on that level. All right, let's. You know what? Can't be mad I'm a at little less, I'm a, I'm a little, I'm a little not trapped in that moment. I, I appreciate the match for what it is because I know they're gonna have another one. The moment and, was incredible. Maybe <laughs> you had to be there. Maybe you had to be there. Maybe you had to be there. Well, I didn't have to be there. It's TV. The Twitter um, streets were st- Twitter streets are on fire. I got. I didn't, have to, I didn't have to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to be there. I'm good. Uh, let me tell you where you had to be here for. This whole Jimmy Uso, you know, Mandy Rose, Naomi situation. You just had to be there for that one. You think I wanted you? <laughs> Yo. 
let's talk about Manny Rose's getting to go off for a bit and just like best acting ever. She she killed it, didn't she? I thought I was the only one. I was like, yo, she killed it. Like she really did. Like she came with it. And you know what? It was it was the way she delivered it and what she was saying because it kind of it was one of those things that WWE doesn't does, but like most movies do, where the super villain like tells their plan and just like you thought I wanted you this is why I did it for this that and the third and you know Jimmy also like word all right you know no, Jimmy, Jimmy also said my wife he walked away <laughs> he knew what time it was he it, was like weird, it was it was like a weird camera cut and it was like she was just there I was just like wait a minute so huh and then but, but it was like but like Mandy was staring at, at, at us like or at the camera for like maybe what us like 15 seconds and then Naomi's just there She's not a pro, but she, you know, she gets it done. Listen, how do you feel about the, the you know, the up, the upping in the sexually suggestive, you know, tones on, on Raw and SmackDown this week? It's not the only, well, we, yeah, we, we kind of glossed over the Alexa showing her bare back. Oh, my God. Bare her back, bare baby. Back, her uh, bare back. Uh, as long as it's not the, the focal point of anything, I'm fine with it. it. And from what I see, it's not. Obviously, the Mandy thing had a, had a reason. Yeah. Oh man, my Alexa turned on. I didn't even. I gotta just turn her off. But um, yeah. So I, I, as long as it's not like a a focal point of these shows, like I'm completely fine with it. Like what what what, what was what was attitude? You know, what was attitudinal about that? This is very on the attitude era scale. This was like a a, a two out of ten. Oh, this is more PG thirteen. This is like yeah. It was, this is this was like all right. Well, come on. There's a lot of people that don't be getting all you know. Action! I tell you, action! It was, it was bad about that. I was like, "What? Huh? <laughs> what are y'all? What are, y'all mad about this? Y'all crazy?" Um, how about Naomi doing all that huffing and puffing and getting that ass slung? <laughs> what? All right, so I'm not even gonna say that. First of all, you know Naomi was being all right. I'm not even gonna argue. I'm just saying she got slung. Uh, she got slung. She's all right. Supposed to. She she was behind the couch and like Jimmy had to find her. Jimmy was like, "Where's my wife? Is she behind the bed? No, she's behind the curtains in the window." She, you know, she was being that ass and she, you know, tired herself out. Yeah, I, and then escape in the towel. She let her escape in the towel. Come on, man. I don't know. Step your game up. Come on, Naomi. Got to come. Come correct. Well, you, you thought she got to finish the job? You wanted to kill her? Damn, come on. <laughs> hey, hey, sh- hey, listen. I need to, and let's, the, what the fuck all that? Fuck all that. Let's talk about Jay Uso. <laughs> what Why you going to he... do, bruh? <laughs> what you? <laughs> Yo, this is so UPN. <laughs> what you going to do, bruh? Oh, my God. What that, what that mean? You know what it meant. Oh, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I don't know that energy. That's not my energy. You know what that meant. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, so, so like he, he does. He's like he gets the hotel key, and Jay's like, "What you gonna do, Oos? It's like what? <laughs> not cheat on there, my wife. They've been there before. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't new. Oh my! What was the conversation like? Like, because I know if you bring that to any girl, it's like, "What you? What, how, how'd you? How'd you get the key? I'm uh-huh. a jumper." You finna jump her. Hell no. Nah. She asked him 18 million questions. She was like, so how'd you get the key? So you mean to tell me she put this key in this box? I want to see the camera footage. So he, so, so Jimmy probably had to get the I mean, camera. Baby, man. look, it says anniversary right here. <laughs> it's not It's not nothing. See, I didn't even ask for this. Like, it's, I thought it came from you. 
You know, uh, you know, he still got chewed out because she got her ass whipped too. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you at? Where were you at? Come on. You saw me out here, baby. I thought you got it. You know, I was out here. You know. Hey, you better. Just, hey, 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 you better back up. How you just gonna leave the door open? Everyone just looking at me, and you know. Damn, come on. Get her ass slung. Get my shoes. Come on. Did Mandy even pay for the room? Did she get her key back? Like, what? My left shoe. Come on. I have so many questions about this. (laughs) Did she pay for the room? (laughs) 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 That's a good question. (laughs) She's like, did it come out of the the, the incidentals? Like, she, because she tried to slam her to the TV. There was like some type of Matrix move. And she, yo, listen. There's some Kill Bill out here, man. We could. We could detect, we could like detect and and kind of like dissect this whole segment, like this whole like for like an hour, and we would still not get anywhere with it. I think it was one of the best segments on TV on wrestling TV in a very long time. I really loved it. I loved it too. Um, you want to talk about this 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 Miz and Shane thing? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I I felt nothing for it. I I really want to know what the point of all this is. So the Miz, Miz is out here throwing a birthday. You know, I was surprised. You know, I looked at the clock and I said, huh. <laughs> it was like 947. And I was like, huh. Wonder what's coming on after this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I didn't realize this, this shit had two commercial breaks. Yeah, it's had two commercial breaks. This is closing the show. I was like, huh. My um, dude, I was annoyed by the end of this. I was like, yo, this could listen, not be closing the show. It's Shane McMahon's shoot birthday. Shoot birthday. Not one of them fake ones. Not one of them is, is it your life type of deals. This is shoot birthday. So the Miz is out here, you know, celebrating and showering with, with all types of joy and giving him the appreciation that he deserves to build his team camaraderie. And I am here for this. Even though I'm not, you know, I don't really trust Shane McMahon. I'll be honest with you. Shane McMahon, you know. People say they don't trust the Miz. I don't trust Shane McMahon. I don't really think he's fully a team player. But you know what? He he got in there. Um, we had an impromptu match, Miz and Slacks versus Sheamus, and completely prepared to actually wrestle. Um, and, you know, a lot of things happened. Cesaro went through a table. I was like, what the hell was up with that? That was a very – I don't know where Shane McMahon and his part ownership of all of this gets to kick people's butts, but, you know. I don't. I I'm I like waiting it. for the other. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop here. This is a yet another Shane McMahon angle that is going far too long for me. This is it just probably, started. Relax. Come on. Let's get to the it, tag team championship part. What M- Mills? Get the fuck out of here. Just started. This has been started. going since November. What are you talking about? It just started. Come on. No, it didn't. AJ Styles feuds going the on. The fact, the fact that the Crown Jewel Trophy is still on the fucking t- AJ Styles has had two feuds. It's since. integral. It's integral, man. Come on, it's integral part of this. It's integral. This I, is the bond. This is the bond are, that brought them together. You are Dave Meltzer. Well, I'm not Dave Meltzer. Dave this Meltzer. is the bond That's that brought them together. You're, you're Dave Meltzer. You literally Listen. just lied and said it just started. When the video package, when the video package for WrestleMania shows up and that trophy's in it. I just want you to remember that your trophy was always there. It was always an integral part of this, of who's the best in the world. Just remember I, that. I, I need a co-host. I'm tired of this guy. I'm tired of you. Um, but, you know, the Miz, the Miz won against Sheamus. That was surprising as well. Mind you, not prepared to wrestle in slacks. Um, serving birthday cakes. Um, and that closed the show. Uh, a, 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 a coast-to-coast with a birthday cake closed that, the show. That, that was SmackDown. Uh, how many – how many, how many – you think the doctor goes to Shane McMahon and was like, you got about six more coast to coast than you. 
before that's a rap, brother. Cause I'm using all these. Well, he said, "I'm well, shit. I'm about to use all these shits." Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> Fuck you, me. <laughs> Count it up. Uh, right. So that was that was that was SmackDown and Raw for the week. Um, Meals, we have a we have a cool announcement of, of a show that's dropping next Monday. Well, what you what you got to say, bro? Listen, <laughs> next week Monday we're dropping the CM Punk episode. I think that's what we would just call it. Yeah, the CM okay. Punk episode, because, it, you know, it's been five years, almost five years since, you know, he left the WWE and a whole lot of things have changed in his wake. And you know what? I'll, I'll say this openly just to be very, very transparent. We've already recorded the episode. We have. Well, I, I think people I think people will probably glean that already. I don't know. We got a weekend. But um, we've already recorded the episode. It's a very spicy episode with the with the guests that we have involved. I feel like we'll just announce the guests when the show is up. But we have a very tr- trust me, the guests are top notch. Aggressive, incredible, they're amazing. They're, you know, they're top notch. They're the guys you want to get when you need them. Um, but they're incredible guests and it's a very spicy episode. I think it's really drawn down the line of people, you know, who feel one way about CM Punk and others who feel not the same way about CM Punk. So that is that to look forward to. I, I advise all of you, it's dropping next week, Monday. Um, yes, it's dropping next week, Monday. I advise all of you, please tune in. It's going to be fun. (laughs) Some people have the day off next week, Monday. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's actually a perfect day for the drop. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let, let me let's get the long-awaited rules for the Royal Rumble pool out of the way because we're going to be a show Royal Rumble pool. By the way, yes, the official a show Royal Rumble pool. Um, we're doing it again this year. Uh, I, I I'm so excited that we're going to be doing this again. Um, and again, we're going to be dropping a, a longer for or pretty much a the rules as well on Twitter as well. just in case you miss it on the show. But I mean, if you didn't, thanks for coming to the end of the show to listen to them. Um, so here, the rules are as follows. The A show Royal Rumble pool will feature 30 participants with each entry counting towards the men's and women's Royal Rumble, giving you two chances to win. So to enter the Royal Rumble pool, follow RNC radio live on Twitter and reply to the tweet uh, that we send out for, for the actual pool with hashtag the A show RR. We're going to be opening the A show Royal Rumble pool on Thursday, January 17th, yes, that is today, at 8 a.m. Pacific time. So 11 a.m., pretty much when the show comes out. As soon as the show comes out. As soon as the show comes out, it'll be live. As soon as the show comes out. We're closing the entries, okay, on Tuesday, January 22nd. So you you listen to the CM Punk show. Then the next day you have a whole 24 hours. You got, you finished SmackDown. You're like, all right, we got something going now. Like, in your hype. (laughs) Listen, you got one more hour after that <laughs> to uh to 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 get to get everything sort of you know oh wait I guess you know SmackDown ends at 10 p.m. on the Pacific you got yeah. Some time. yeah you got a you lot got, of time one one a.m. you got time you got time you got time yeah um and then 10 10 p.m. PST it closes right. each entrant will receive the respective number via direct message from the RNC Radio Live account random number by the way random random number random. Uh, the winners of the men and women's A Show Royal Rumble pool will win an appearance on a future episode of the A Show. Okay, so that means you know we have a couple of cool episodes coming up. So if you win it, you'll you'll be a part of that shit. It's gonna be really dope. So yeah, I think it's a fun prize. I mean, for those who've ever wanted to be on the A Show and talk it up, I mean, my fellow Ms. Hive, um, if you're interested, please sign up. You know, 
can't just be the only missed guy here, but you know, whatever. But the um, thing, the thing that I love about it the most is that now this year the the entries count for both. So like, there's a there's a bigger chance that you'll be able to win, and yeah, it makes it a lot more spicy. Listen, either one person can win or two people can win because you, you have you have twice the opportunity to win. Last year we we had uh, it was funny like just the the winners ended up having it ended up being people that just kind kind of like came close so it was like Rob Ugly New York of course and Amp which is like hilarious because Amp had literally the worst mix <laughs> of, of both I think did, did Rob win the women I think Rob won the women's one and Amp won the men's one I don't remember but yeah I don't remember I don't remember either but those are the rules and uh, so so. When the show airs, we will put these rules up and we will be looking for entries for the Rogamo Pool. And with that, that is the end of this episode of the A Show, episode 65. Uh, of course, follow us at RNC Radio Live. Obviously, you have to follow us at RNC Radio Live to enter the pool, but follow us and you'll get to see everything that we are coming up with. Uh, pretty much, we have so many like playlists and shows and shit. We just had a show fucking premiere on monday or t- i'm sorry tuesday the cable box with pafifi he's going over true detective season three um he is, he has his like he has a board of like conspiracies about the show already so like every week uh every monday pretty much you can you can hear his theories on true detective season three uh meals you just announced some really really big news also last week as well uh, you want to tell the people about what happened um so we've announced that we are reaching the final arc of two belts and two belts will be ending so if you're a fan of the two belts podcast we have a few more episodes left the final episode will be march 15th and i think we're gonna have a lot of fun working towards it we have a lot of ideas we have an episode coming up that will i think it'll even make you say wow justin so um that is coming up um actually we did get a few ratings this week we did did get a cute couple ratings this week. I want to give a shout out to, and you know, last week on the A show, we said, you know, if you rate the show five stars on on the Facebook or uh, sorry on iTunes, you'll read your comments out loud or re- at least give you a shout out. So I want to give a shout out to Tashawn the Don. Um, Turn up, what's up? What's up, Tashawn? What's poppin'? He said, "Burn it down." He said, "The A show is one of my favorite podcasts to listen to on a weekly basis." Justin the Meals are the two dopest people that are following. It's incredible to see how far they've come in such a short time. Honestly, these guys inspire me because for too long there haven't been African-American representation in the wrestling community. RNC as a whole is a movement. I support it because the entire channel is just filled with incredible content. I encourage everyone to give them a listen, and I guarantee you'll be hooked. Keep up the good work and the immaculate content. So shout out to Sean the Don. Thank that was you amazing. so much. Thank you so much, man. I, I really appreciate that. And that's it, literally what we do it for. And we have GC650. Who said a show RSPN late fees keep me up to date with everything during the work commute? Keep it up, guys. So yes, thank you guys for tuning in to everything RNC Radio related. Oh man, that that fills my heart with with so much joy. I I really like love you know that you guys love the things that we do. Like it's really really dope to me, and I, I I'm taken aback. That that made me very emotional. We got one comment. I'm checking our five stars. We got one two star rating. It's from this guy named R.I.P. Little Saint. Really? It's regular. I feel like it's one of those people you blocked, man. See, see, listen, this is what we're doing out here. But listen, wow. even your haters are listening to us. I'll be honest with you. You know, well, whatever. Fuck it. It's 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 cool. You can you can do that. But shout out to Tashawn the Don and GC650 for leaving us those five star ratings. Uh, once again, every single week, if you leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, we will get back with you and we will shout you out on the show. Uh, but once again, thank you guys for listening. Keep, you know, 
keep informed with everything that we're doing on RNC Radio. Following us at RNC Radio Live. Uh, we have playlists and podcasts and all types of things coming. We had RSBN also air this week as well. Shout out to Mark and Jeff. But until next time, next week, we got two shows. So we got CM Punk show, we got a pool, and we have the A show next week. So pretty stacked week. We're, we're, we're entering the Rumble, or not, uh, but like Rumble season, but we're also entering the road to WrestleMania. So this is super exciting. It's my favorite time of the year. Meals, I'm hype. Are you hype? Are you ready? I'm hype. I'm hype. Oh my God, whatever. It's, t- it's getting too late. So until next time, guys, see you guys later. Happy Rusev Day. <laughs>